hope you're all well and had a great Christmas and a lovely end to the year 2022. I'm Ashley, for those of you who are new here and join us for the first time, welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to my podcast, welcome to my YouTube channel, welcome to your spiritual safe space where we discuss all things spiritual. Today we're talking astrology as per usual and I hope you had a chance to listen to my take on Jupiter re-entering Aries and how excited I am about this transit because I just feel like it is the perfect way to start a new year. Um, So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, your energies in the year 2023, specifically January. So I'm going to cap it at January and then each month I'm going to come back and talk to you guys about the different transits. So um, as spoke about in my previous episode, Jupiter in Aries is a great way to segue into a new year. Like the confidence is there, the enthusiasm is there, the drive is there, the ambition is there. And all we need to do is make sure that we really get serious about our goals and try and stay on target all year. So I'm going to talk month by month, obviously, as the months go along, so that you guys can really utilize the energy available to you and know how the transits are going to impact you so we have a lot of things happening in 2023 um i'm pretty sure if you are following astrology then you would know or you've heard other astrologers say that we're having a lot of planets changing their gears changing their themes changing their tune so we've got pluto going into aquarius we've got saturn going into pisces as well we've got uranus going direct we've got um mercury going direct as well alongside Mars going direct in sign of Gemini. So we have a lot of things kicking off in 2023, especially in the very beginning of the year, which is going to set the tone for the rest of the year and so on and so forth. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about these transit as and when they come. So please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe, turn that notification bell so you get a notification every single time I upload an episode. Um, It's one of the months in the beginning of the year where we have all planets direct by the end of January and we'll have a a nice period of all planets being direct which means that we'll be able to move forward in all areas of our lives and not feel restricted or stuck in particular ways like we have done in the past especially going into new years so first we have Venus entering Aquarius on the 3rd of January Then we have a full moon in Cancer on the 6th of January. Then we have Lilith entering Leo on the 8th of January. Mars then goes direct in the sign of Gemini on the 12th of January. Mercury goes direct in the sign of Capricorn on the 18th of January. The sun enters Aquarius on the 20th. The new moon in Aquarius takes place on the 21st. And Uranus finally goes direct after a very long period of retrograde on the 22nd of January. So like I described, by the end of the month, we have all planets direct, which means all stations go. So first of all, we're going to talk about Venus in Aquarius, which is from the 3rd of January to the 20th of February. So for those of you that are new to astrology, Aquarius is the sign that rules the 11th house and is associated with the planet Uranus, or rather is ruled by the planet Uranus. So when we're talking about Aquarius as a sign, we're talking about 
someone who is loyal, someone who is independent, someone who's intellectual, someone who really focuses on humanitarian ideals, someone who is innovative, someone who likes to invent stuff, someone who likes to be different, you know, someone who doesn't particularly like to stand out but has their own way of like being themselves and integrating into society. And then when we're talking about Venus, we're talking about a planet that is typically associated with love, although Venus is associated with many other things. A lot of people just know when you have Venus, Venus is associated with love. Venus is also associated with pleasure, attraction, our ability to manifest, our resources, art, the senses, sensuality, creativity, and also our ability to be stable, so materialistically stable, financially stable. So when we're looking at Venus in the sign of Aquarius, we're thinking about all these different themes and how we can bring Aquarius's positive qualities and influence Venus in some shape or form. So when we're talking about resources, we can use Aquarius's way of being innovative to help us figure out how to be efficient with our resources so we can start thinking about saving and innovative ways to save money or to save costs or to save our resources in some shape or form. So we'll probably see now that the Christmas period is over, more discussions about resources. So like oil, gas, electricity, food supplies, um, water, all these different things. We'll probably see a lot of discussions around these topics on how we can be more um, progressive when it comes to how much we use these things um, and how much we can save by you know, tweaking different things in our lives. So, you know, at some point we didn't have recycling as much. Um, and now a lot more people recycle, a lot more people are composting, a lot more people are growing their own resources at home. So growing their own vegetables. And a lot of people are doing this to help them be more efficient and more independent instead of relying on like supermarkets or other food chains or suppliers to provide them with the basic nutrition that they need. And because we're going to have Pluto going into Aquarius for the next 20 years, this is going to be something that a lot of people are going to be adapting into their lives, like having a a more transformative, innovative approach to everything they do, everything we do as human beings, how we um, live on this planet, how we take care of this planet, how we take care of ourselves and others, that's going to be a very significant theme over the next 20 years. So we're seeing with Venus and Aquarius and then um, Pluto moving into Aquarius, a lot of that starting to be put into motion. In line with that, we might also start seeing a shift in our values. So the things that we value in our lives, the things that we value in society. Aquarians are really focused on the collective and the collective energy and finding ways to move the collective forward. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of this, the discussions over the last uh, two years, especially when we had the pandemic, has been more focusing on like human connection, freedom of speech, like belonging to communities or re-establishing communities and I think that's definitely something that we're going to be looking at again with Pluto going into Aquarius over the next 20 years. We're going to be re-evaluating what brings us pleasure, what we're attracted to, what we're manifesting into our life and focus on more independence and establishing our own foundation like I said 
instead of relying on external resources or people. Like I said before, saving money is a big thing for um, a lot of us going into 2023, especially because inflation is an issue and, you know, we just can't afford to be living recklessly and spending mindlessly. So with Venus and Aquarius, we're definitely going to be figuring out some um, innovative ways to save money. A lot of people will be investing their money in places that they think are going to be beneficial to them in the next couple of years. And I definitely think cryptocurrencies is where a lot of people are going to be investing some sort of money that they can. I see crypto taking off massively in the next decade or so. So if people can get their foot in the door now, which people have been doing over the last couple of years, because I feel like crypto before was like a, a, a secret <laughs> currency a secret society before whereas now a lot more people know about it and i think over the next 10 15 20 years it's definitely going to be so common to have cryptocurrency and to be able to use cryptocurrency to um pay for things so those of you who want to you know start saving or investing your money so it can work for you whilst you're putting it away that's definitely something for you to be mindful of um, I think there's going to be a surge of downloads when it comes to creativity. Um, Aquarians are extremely intelligent and extremely creative and they tend to have multiple ideas running at one time or doing multiple things at one time. It's just a case of figuring out what they're really invested and interested in and how much time they can devote to the different things that they are doing. So I feel like if you are like clearing your mind, if you're connecting to your higher self, if you're making space for the universe to communicate with you, you can definitely get the benefits of those um ideas floating around in the collective field and these can be things that you work on in the next 20 years that change humanity in some shape or form or even transform your life so i think a key here is being more innovative and adapting a future orientated approach to solutions um which will be beneficial to not just your individual life but also the collective Moving on, we have a full moon in Cancer on the 6th of January, lasting to the 8th or the 9th of January. So when we're talking about Cancer, we're talking about the moon, we're talking about emotions, security, family, kindness, home, property, foundation, our roots, your parents, your ancestors, how you were brought up, and also the relationship that you have with your mum can be um, outlined by the, the state of your moon. Um we're talking about feminine energy here. So we're going to be focusing on our intuition. We're going to be focusing on our gut instinct, our gut, the stomach, our behaviors, our emotional motives, our emotional awareness and stability. And I feel like this full moon in cancer is helping us close off, um, some kind of emotional blockage or emotional baggage that we've been carrying especially because we had black moon live in cancer which is going to change signs soon so there's definitely something that you were working through in regards to the cancer house and in regards to your emotions and maybe you had to let go of some particular behaviors or thought patterns or belief systems that 
were holding you back and once black moon lilith moves into leo you're gonna feel a lot more in your power to overcome um whatever wounds you previously had okay um generally this theme is going to be centered around wanting to be closer to or spend more time with family or your loved ones and thinking about your family connections and roots so some of you may be going back to like old um ways of doing things like things that have been passed on down your lineage of family like maybe old cooking recipes or old um remedies or herbs and um recipes in that nature like things that are good for you and things that you feel intuitively guided to follow for example i've been um feeling like i need to get back in touch with like my use of herbs so as of recent i've been like trying to um delve back into my herb collection and reuse them because i know that it's gonna help me like heal my gut i have gut issues that create further issues especially in, in regards to my skin and my hair so for a while i just kind of you know put that to the back of my mind and i haven't been focusing on it but i definitely feel like intuitively i'm getting back into the groove of oh wait this was something that i was doing and it was working for me so now i need to go back to that and this is talking about our memory as well so like remembering stuff remembering where we came from remembering the things that we used to do remembering things that we did that were beneficial to us all these things are going to come back to us around the full moon in cancer on the 6th of january to the 8th of january i feel like um a lot of people are going to have a desire to establish their own financial security and ending some negative patterns and behaviors that have prevented this especially when it comes to your emotions so if you're an emotional spender or an emotional eater or if you are someone who does anything out of emotions like if you just spend money on anything that you like to make you feel better then you are definitely going to be checking yourself on that i feel like we will be wanting to stay home more so cleaning the house organizing your space decluttering both your physical space mental and emotional space as well um there's potential here to release build up emotions or any resentment especially towards your mother or other females in your life so if you've had some falling outs with like siblings or with cousins or neighbors or anyone who you regard as someone that you like have an emotional attachment or connection to there's potential for you to release those feelings and emotions um a lot of people will be opening the heart chakra to love and acceptance so receiving more love and support from others i think consciously being more emotionally available to yourself and others is a definite benefit of this full moon in cancer as a result of releasing all these things that you may have been holding in Next, we have Lilith entering Leo on the 8th of January till the 3rd of October, 2023. So keywords for Leo is being creative, um, welcoming new beginnings. It's the 
area in our chart where we get a sense of vitality, like what brings us life. It's where we can be expressive or it also outlines how we express ourselves. It's the house of courage, romance, attraction, attention, um, like being in the limelight, our leadership skills, and also where we are particularly more loyal. So when we're talking about Leo, we're talking about the sun. The sun originally rules Leo and is traditionally associated with the fifth house, which is the house of children as well. Um, but mainly it's the house where we have insight into our inner child, into um, like our childhood. So with Black Moon Lilith being in the sign of Leo, we can have some sort of creative way in tackling some blockages or limitations that we have in our lives, we can um, suddenly become more intuitive and be more in touch with our psychic abilities, as well as being aware of some hidden knowledge that we have. So I think most of the time, especially as a spiritual person, that a major key to loads of the things that happen in our lives as adults by paying attention to our inner child, by listening to our inner wounds, um, we're able to unlock a lot of things and by unlocking those things we are bestowed with a lot of wisdom and knowledge so I think there's potential for a lot of people to open that up um, when Lilith moves into the sign of Leo. I think it's time for us to really use our power and the boldness of Leo to step into our true authentic self and a lot of people are gonna see themselves as leaders but they don't have to be leaders in like say a workplace or in a specific place in their life they're just feeling more confident in leading themselves and that is a beautiful way to start off the year 2023 because you only want to be your true authentic self and you only want to be confident enough to lead yourself wherever you need to go and I think without that a lot of people struggle and don't bear the fruits of their labor because they're not confident in their ability to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve so I feel like um a lot of people are going to have a desire to be very authentic and unapologetically them they're going to have the need to discover who they really are and be proud of yourself. So if you're someone who hasn't really figured out who you are, what you like, what drives you, what motivates you, why you're doing certain things, this is the year that you're going to need to figure that out, especially because we have Jupiter in Aries, we have Chiron in Aries still, there's a lot of fire here, which really encourages you to, you know, work on self-love, self awareness, self-confidence, work on the ego, but also to align yourself with your soul's purpose. That's really important. I think a lot of people are going to be open to new beginnings, especially in the beginning of the year and going after what you want without any specific fear. Like if you had like any psychological blockages that have just like, you've, you've kind of conjured over time, you're going to be able to just get rid of those and and really understand that a lot of the limitations that you experience you put them on yourself so you can also remove them i think knowing your worth and making sure this is reflected in your reality is really important so if anyone's in relationships or jobs or in friendships that they feel like don't reflect 
the dream version of them or the best version of them they're definitely going to be walking away from those on the 12th of january to the 6th of december mars will go direct in the sign of gemini so mars is the masculine counterpart to venus um, it is associated with our drive our energy our physical strength our initiative our competitiveness our physical um energy so exercising the way we express our anger, weapons, tools, surgery, and it's also the planet that is known to cut through things. And Mars is traditionally associated with Aries, the first house, the first house of, of self. Um, and historically, the eighth house, um, which is associated with Scorpio and the house where we transform things in our lives and we experience death and rebirth so mars being in the sign of gemini which is considered to be clever witty expressive talkative adaptable quick restless intense over analytical argumentative easily frustrated and short-tempered is inflating all these themes and expressions of mars okay so we need to be very mindful now that mars is going direct we might have found that during mars retrograde obviously we might not have had much energy to do certain things especially when it comes to like physical stuff or we might not have had the mental capacity to do any task or anything that felt like it required a lot of mental energy or thinking because mars in gemini retrograde is like a prolonged mercury retrograde like i explained before so now that it's going direct our mind is going to be like really charged up really ready to go really ready to just hit the ground running and we may need to be very careful with what we say especially and also how we're saying things so mars will remain in gemini until march the 25th before moving into the sign of cancer but now that mars is moving forward we want to be mindful of burning ourselves out in the first few months of the year so in gemini we can definitely like over inflate our ego over inflate ourselves come up with all these ideas come up with all these tasks come up with all these goals for the entire 2023 and then by the time we hit like april or may we're like there's no way i'm going to achieve these things so we need to make sure that the goals that we're setting are realistic and outside of being realistic we need to make sure that we break them into smaller goals and not just have a large goal and think oh my god how the hell am i going to achieve these these things because i have no idea how to start or where to start so it'll be a great time for those of you who are able to like get a live coach or go to some sort of coaching sessions if you have like really big goals that you want to work towards this year to sit with someone to help you coach yourself through it so that you can make sure you break them down into bite-sized goals um because like i said you don't want to burn yourself out this year especially in the first few months because then it'll just feel like the year is is going to be wasted for you um if you set some goals for this year, it will be really helpful to map out a realistic plan on how you will achieve these. Like I said, there is potential to take too much on your plate, especially as Jupiter is also in Aries until May. I think for most of us, we'll have a lot more energy, enthusiasm and drive to put into achieving our goals. Um, 
which will be very very beneficial uh whilst jupiter is in aries because jupiter can bring a lot of abundance wherever it transits i think there's potential for arguments and warlike energy competitiveness especially on social media i had like a vision of like everyone trying to prove that they are the best at whatever they do and needing to be applauded by others so like really overdoing it or really trying to show everyone that like you're being productive and that you're busy or booked and busy is a common term that a lot of people on social media use so I feel like a lot of people who may be doing that are typically going to be doing it from an egotistical place and it's not going to sit very well with others but also it's just going to make them um tire themselves out Mars only makes one aspect to her personal planet, which is Venus. And I interpreted this as analyzing whether we are on the same page energetically. So is our feminine and masculine energy balanced? Do we know when to like rest and when to plan and when to um, kind of like reap the, the, the benefits of our labor? And then do we also know when to put into action the things that we want to achieve like are we balanced in that way or are we consistently working extremely hard and tiring ourselves out and not taking time to recharge i think a lot of people also need to make space to manifest like to actually take time to sit down and manifest and to receive whatever it is they're manifesting versus working towards whatever they want to manifest in their reality that's going to be a really key thing and i feel like if you find that your energy is out of balance or out of whack you're going to be questioning what are you going to do to ensure that you keep yourself grounded or keep yourself balanced this year because balance is absolutely crucial this year especially as we have jupiter in aries for the first half of the year and then for the second half of the year we have jupiter in taurus which two opposing energies um chiron is also sextile mars so our ability to see our wounds clearly chiron and to use wisdom jupiter and intellect gemini to find a better way to get results and reach our daily goals is heightened which is lovely we also have uh the fact that mars being direct will be allowing us to think clearly about our goals and how they will actually align with our values making that aspect to venus so are you doing things out of the fact that you have a specific value for that like you have um a need for that in your life or are you doing it from a place of ego those are the sort of questions that you need to be asking yourself because if you're doing things from a place of ego this year it's likely that they're not going to be sustainable or they're not going to be fruitful in some shape or form by the end of the year and you may feel like you've wasted your time when you come back to the end of the year and take a look back on the things that you've been channeling your energy into I don't understand how time is going so quick. Like we're 27 minutes in and I'm only halfway through this presentation <laughs> and I hoped that it would be a short and sweet one, but guys, I apologize. Please do just take a break and then come back. I just want to fire through this. Um, so you guys have this ready for January and know how to utilize the energy for the very first month of the year. So we're going to quickly move on to uh, Mercury finally going direct in the sign of Capricorn from the 18th of January and will remain direct until the 21st of April and then it will go retrograde again. And Mercury 
is allowing us to put into action all these great ideas and um, all these thoughts that we had whilst it was retrograde in a way that reflects all the valuable lessons you learned in 2022. So Mercury in this sign is under the guidance of Saturn, who is disciplined, organized, structured, and ambitious. However, Saturn is no fool and wants us to use our experiences to grow, develop, and mature. And uh, I'll give you an example. I am someone who definitely just goes heads first into stuff. And sometimes I might like do some half-hearted planning or organization before doing stuff, but I might not follow it through. This year, <laughs> my intuition has told me that there is no time for that this year. We cannot be on bullshit. If you're going to start one way, you need to continue that way. Um, and I'm really starting to feel like I'm maturing when it comes to taking things that I want to do or things in my life seriously. Um, so for a lot of you, you could be feeling the same way. Like if you're going to be taking charge of the goals that you want to achieve this year, if you're serious about getting things done, then you need to map that out. Okay. You can't just say it or think it and think it's just going to happen. You need to plan how it's going to happen. Like if you were doing a project, and you know you would map out all the little details of how you're going to reach each stage of the project and how you're going to bring it all together so that's a significant message for a lot of people like if there's anything that you want to achieve this year you need to be serious about how you're going to achieve it and you need to put in the work to get in there not just thinking or hoping it's going to happen you need to actually practically um analyze how you're going to do it the things that came up was like there's no point in going through the things that Saturn makes us go through, like feeling restricted or limited or being um, aware of the past or time or karma. If you're not going to use any of those lessons going forward and if you're just going to make the same mistakes, you cannot afford to keep making the same mistakes. And that is why um, Saturn is a, is associated with maturity, because it's like at some point you have to take responsibility of your own life and your own actions and you have to do better and you can't keep making the same mistakes especially when you have way more experience under your belt so i think it's time to be realistic um set realistic goals and not just big goals small ones too um there's no doubt you would have learned some valuable lessons about how your reality and your dreams line up over the last couple of years and if you want to know more about how to overcome whatever issues or blockages you have, you need to look to Pluto and Capricorn in your chart for a better idea about what has stopped you from achieving your goals in the past, okay? Because that will be a very um, clear insight. Like the themes of that house will give you a very clear insight into why you haven't achieved certain dreams. You need to be decisive. There is no space for indecisiveness at the start of this year. Confusion or inability to clearly execute your goals will likely stay with you for the rest of the year. This in return will make you agitated. So you need to decide what you want and clearly think about how you're going to get it as I described before. And you need to plan. Planning will be your best course of action this year. You will see yourself as your biggest enemy if you do not plan actively how you want to manifest this year. Um, especially if you're like trying to achieve certain money goals or um, personal goals like appearance, like losing weight 
or even um, relationship goals. Like if you're not actively planning out how you're going to integrate all these different things into your life, because this is the this is the beginning um, of the self this year. Like this year starts mainly focused on the self so your attitude your perspective and your drive will all determine more than ever now more than ever how successful and happy you are this year so you need to be doing mood boards you need to be writing in planners you need to be making notes you need to be utilizing calendars you need to be using utilizing anything that helps you organize plan and structure these will be your best friends this year on the 20th of January to the 18th of February, the sun will enter Aquarius. So we've already spoke about Aquarius and what Aquarius can um, express itself like. So we've also got um, Aquarians being unpredictable, um, being rapid, sudden, detached, impersonal and rebellious. And they tend to be futuristic. When we're talking about the sun in Aquarius, we're talking about um, Aquarius's identity uh the ego vitality life the self joy expression energy light and uh the spotlight and even fame to some degree so the sun is typically awkward in the sign of aquarius being it's in its detriment and opposite its sign leo so the sun here feels out of place misunderstood and doesn't always know how to navigate the ever-changing pace of society finding it hard to feel a sense of belonging and this is why it's extremely important that anyone with any Aquarius placement whether it's like especially personal so if you have an Aquarius ascendant or you have Aquarius moon or sun or Venus and Mercury you need to find some sort of community or cause that you relate to and that you can connect to with other like-minded individuals so that you don't feel isolated or alone or alienated. This helps the Aquarius um, native bring out their best qualities. Um, I definitely believe Venus going into the sign of Aquarius earlier in the month would have given you some insight into what the sun moving into the sign of Aquarius will bring into focus for you. So it won't be something new. You might just need to sit down and um, connect the dots and um really think about whatever it is that's coming up for you. I think for a lot of us, we'll be challenging ourselves to be different, um, not being afraid to stand out in spaces and learn how to embrace our positive qualities, um, especially qualities that can be seen as different or out of the ordinary. We're definitely gonna be embracing that, especially again, as Pluto is going into Aquarius, it's time for you to transform yourself and to really step into your power and to be authentically you. Um, a lot of people are going to be wanting to be independent, spending time in solitude or contemplating their future and generating innovative ideas, establishing new and efficient ways to do things, thinking outside of the box and being open to change, focusing on the self as well and what makes you happy and not what makes everybody else happy. Um, Aquarians have to learn a lot about independence, but also being part of collective or being part of connections with others so they tend to be zero or hundred it's really hard for Aquarians to find a middle ground or balance so this time of the year you can definitely be asking yourself what are your boundaries and how would you make sure that whilst you're connecting with other people your boundaries are still met finally Uranus goes direct 
from the 22nd of January to the 29th of August. So Uranus is still transiting the sign of Taurus this year. It feels like it's been transiting the sign of Taurus forever. It's a seven year transit. So we still have a good couple years left. Um, uh, Uranus will be in the sign of Taurus until it moves into Gemini in 2025. So, um, it has been here since 2008, so you should be very familiar with the themes that this house or transit has been bringing up for you since. And when your eyes goes direct, you'll be resuming some of the things you have started prior to the retrograde period. This will also apply to the collective. So um, going back to Venus and Aquarius, um, talking about innovative ways of dealing with our resources, we're going to be revisiting resources, gas, oil, electricity, solar energy, food, water, all that stuff. Again, Uranus goes direct. So I expect there to be discussions about the above and in innovative and progressive suggestions, solutions to our to solve our resource issues. There may be some information that is shared about the quality of our resources that leads to people making uh their own decisions or taking matters into their own hands, adapting innovative ways to increase their quality of life through the resources they are consuming. So, you know, I definitely feel like people are going to be more mindful of how much they're using social media, how much they're using electricity, how much they're using gas, how much oil they're taking into their body, what kind of water they're consuming. All of these things are going to be things that over the next 20 years, a lot of people are going to be more interested in knowing about. I think we can expect some issues with the earth. So um, usually when Uranus is direct, we have earthquakes, we have disruptions due to weather and overall, overall uncertainty surrounding weather and natural disasters. So I definitely think that anything to do with like natural resources like water or ice or fire, we need to be extra careful and cautious about. Finally, we have Venus in Pisces going into transit from the 27th of January to the 20th of February. Um, when we talk about Pisces, we're talking about the 12th house, which is ruled by Neptune and also co-ruled by Jupiter. With Venus going into Pisces, there's a few things that we need to be mindful of. Um, one is the fact that Venus is actually exalted in Pisces. However, for this particular transit, um, Venus in Pisces is conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. So this definitely may bring in some insight into what you may be learning when Saturn finally ingresses into Pisces in March. Um, we need to look at the themes of Pisces and the 12th house. So addiction, psychosis, the subconscious, dreams, fantasies, intuitiveness, psychic abilities, endings, misfortune, um, deception as well, especially illusion, and hidden enemies. Um, there could be some things in regards to those themes that are um, coming up in the month of January for you. Um, I think particularly people may be feeling isolated um, or depressed or restricted, especially as like, you know, the road to success can be a lonely one or the road to like getting your goals met and being more um, mature and more serious in life can mean that you have to step away from a lot of things that you identified with before. Um, and that's just part of maturing and growing up. So there's gonna be a lot of people like cutting things out 
um, changing the way that they think, changing their perspective, changing the group of people that they hang around with. And for a period of time, like whilst you're going through that transition, you can find that you are isolated or um, you feel alienated or on your own. And Venus in Pisces is a very spiritual transit. So we could find that in order for us to um, deal with these feelings we have to go inwards and we have to connect to our spirituality and we have to connect to the universe and we have to um you know lean on our religion or whatever it is that we believe in to kind of get us through whatever feelings we're feeling so a lot of people can feel like they might not relate to other people or they don't fit into the social groups that they used to fit into as a result of venus um conjuncting saturn and aquarius so you may be finding new groups to relate to this year but before you can do that you need to kind of disengage from the ones that you were identifying with before so a lot of people may be feeling more introverted or unable to connect to others or relate to others during this period of time i feel like for a lot of us we're going to need to take life a lot more seriously and no longer opting for going with the flow which is what pisces is known for and a lot of us are lucky <laughs> to have are Saturn returning this year so that's definitely going to be um, a key theme you're going to have to look at ways in which you can mature but during that period of maturity you may be going through isolation because you're going to need a lot of time to reflect on the things that you've learned your whole 20 odd years of living um, a lot of people may have a desire to take stock of their resources so being more efficient and being more mindful of how they're using their resources and there will be a definite need to end negative karmic patterns, behaviours, beliefs and addictions and escapism tendencies. So if you're someone that tends to ignore things that are going on or run away from things or, you know, just try and shut things out, um, Saturn is definitely going to teach you a lesson or two about that kind of behaviour this year. Um, especially if you're having your Saturn returning, that will be for the next three years. Um... So that's something that you need to be uh, mindful of. So guys, that is my take on January astrology for 2023. I hope this has been helpful. I did hope that this would be a short episode, but it turned out to be longer than expected. Um, I can only apologize. Uh, I hope to see you guys next one. I hope you have a great uh, New Year's, a great start to the new year, and we'll speak very soon. Take care, all the best. Goodbye.